I'm Scott. This is Gavin. And I'm Craig. Hey, welcome to Majors Mess Hall, episode 68. We are here now, it's me, Gavin, and we got Craig. Hey. And so far, no Scott, we don't know where he is. Uh, I sent a message out at like, it was earlier on, so it must have been about like one o'clock, maybe even earlier than that, my time. Asking him, like, you know, if the time was good, if everyone was set, never heard back from Scott. So um, I sent him a message before saying, are you there? Like, you're going to be joining us. And didn't get any answer, so I don't know where he is. So we figured we'd just kick it off, start, because I've got shit to do tonight, as I'm sure Craig has. So, how have you been anyway, Craig? I've been well, to be honest with you, all week. Why? I think I'm out of course, sitting from the hospital. I mean, I'm okay I'm okay today, like, and, and the past couple of days have been all right, but I think I'm out of course, sitting from the hospital, so I've been... I've like uh, been been sick, uh, pure, pretty painful chesty cough and you know sniffles and blocked noses and all sort of crap. Then you just get back from like a night away in Leeds, though, drinking heavily with David. Well, didn't drink heavily. I think I didn't get pissed or anything. Didn't you? No. I've been ill as well. Like I've. I keep coughing. I'm going to try not to cough while we record, but it's going to be like basically impossible. I don't know what's wrong with me. I've got some sort of bug or something. Mm. So, just need to get it on my system before this bloody pub crawl. Right, hang on. Let me just check my phone. Right, he's fucking messaged now, look. Just do it without him. Can't be arsed with him. <laughs> right, bring him in now. Yeah, so I don't know what's wrong with me. Just like... I had a cold where it was like sneezing loads first and then it went to a sore throat. Then the cold went. And now, like, I keep, I'm starting to sneeze again. So it's like the cold's coming back. It's really weird. Normally it like goes in stages, doesn't it? Where you like have a cold and then, but no, this is like lingering Yo. for some reason. Here he is. Fucking hell, where were you? I was ready at six. I just couldn't answer earlier. I was out doing things. Fucking hell, mate. What about, what about all day? I know. What, I, I couldn't yeah, answer the answer. question before it was asked. I asked you earlier on, I sent a message to I'm both of you. If like, I said, are you guys cool with recording yeah, at 8 I, my time? And you I both ignored me. In there. I left my phone on doing things, and I was outside. Okay, so that was like earlier on. But anyways, but, we're here. Hang on, both of you ignored me. Hang on, yeah, both of you ignored me. So I called you both, uh, uh, what was it, arrogant pricks or something, ignorant pricks. Then Craig answered me, and you didn't. But I've since spoke to you on WhatsApp anyway, so yeah, I have had your phone. I haven't. I sent that to you before you and the me had a chat. Time I talk, the, last time I, the last time I talked to you was at 1.43. And I sent that message earlier you than that. You sent the message. Anyway, welcome to the podcast, Scott. Oh, thanks. It's always good to be here. <laughs> We were just saying that we're, we're me and Craig are both pretty ill at the moment. No, I'm sure you were saying like that guy's such a prick. He where's he at? He's ignoring us. 
everything else. I know the scoop. Man. Not at all. You'll you'll hear it when you listen back. We literally just came on, and all I said was, "I don't know where Scott is." I sent a message out earlier, and never heard back from him. And we started to talk about how sick we've been. Craig's apparently got a bug from the hospital, and I've had a cold for like two weeks anyway. But it's like getting worse again. It's really weird. That's the bad thing about working in the hospital. You're, you're susceptible to all that stuff. I know. And being around kids as well, like, that's what, that doesn't help because obviously the kids pick up everything and you can't not be around your kids. So, like, whatever your kids get, you know you're going to get. So, I, I wouldn't know that, so I'll take your word on it. Yeah, but you've got Caroline living there now, haven't so, you? So you never know. You might pick something up eventually. Uh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so... How's it going, fellas? Episode 67, right? 68. <laughs> 60. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe I need to update my podcast update. So, see, that's how we're rolling around. around. Yeah. Jesus, Got- don't die on a podcast. I know, I can't help it. I just, I'm coughing. Talking of making noises down the mic, Craig, man, you've got to stop the sniffing. The last episode, I've had complaints, mate. The sniffing was ridiculous. Who's going to complain of, of these episodes? People that listen. All, all, hey, all you can like, hear is sniffing. It sounds, it sounds like Al Pacino and Scarface and his friends the Coke. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> so anyway. Yeah? But even louder than that. So... Uh. So, is that all you've got to say? But anyway. <laughs> so we, we need to get onto the onto the topic of our guest. Big episode. Yeah, big episode. Scott, who have we got as a guest? We got former Fucking drummer hell. of Our Lady Peace and one half of the funniest podcast next to us, Jeremy Taggart. Yeah. So Jeremy came on and obviously Craig wasn't there because he doesn't care, but we had a chat with him and uh, I mean, it's just a hilarious chat. So, it's not that he didn't care, you know. Craig doesn't do interviews with us because of the time difference. Yeah, that, that's, what we, nice that's what we. That's what we tell it. people. Yeah, that's why, isn't it, Craig? <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, mate! Bring the energy up, please. Bring the energy up. We've got to get this. I want to get the. I want to make this a good episode because we're potentially going to have listeners here that we've never had before, and I don't want them to go, "What the fuck have I just listened to?" I want them to enjoy it. So let's get the energy up, Craig. Go and have a drink. Well, I don't fancy any drink tonight. Fucking hell. How are you, how's the drawing going, Craig? The drawing you said you'd do. Before you answer the question, we asked Craig on the last episode, because he's amazing at art, we said we want you to draw a picture of the Trailer Park Boys. He'd already done a drawing of Ricky, so that's he's already done that, but that was before he mentioned anything. So all he had to do was Bubbles and Julian. So how, how's it going, Craig? I, I haven't even finished Ricky yet. Okay, well, so how's it going then? What have you done since we spoke? Bit of his face. You haven't though, have you? Be honest, because I'll just ask Leanne, and Leanne, Leanne will be honest with me, because she's she's on to you, mate. Well, I can take a picture if you want me to send it. No, no, because you already did some, didn't you? So I'm saying, have you? Be honest with me now, right? Our friendship's on the line. <laughs> have you honestly done any well, drawing since we spoke about it? All I've done is just shading his face up a little bit. That's it. So you have done something then. Yeah. All right. Why have you only done that? Because I give up so quick. It gets boring really quick for me. You've got to stay at it, mate. You, you, honestly, like, you, you're really talented. I don't understand what your problem is. What are you the doing? Question, 
the the question is, will it be ready to give away on May nineteenth? Yeah, that's when it's got to be ready for me. You've got a month. No, try my best. Uh, you, well, you better add. It, it might be. It might just be Ricky by then. No, fuck off with it, just Ricky. We want the, all of them, all three. I'll tell you what. I'll do Ricky properly and just do Ricky and Bubbles stick men. Julian and Bubbles stick. For fuck off! No, it's got to be done properly. <laughs> dead air again. Fucking hell! It's dead air on this. But we should just change the name to the Dead Air Pod. <laughs> be a hell of a lot easier to fucking edit. Anyway. Right, moving on slightly. So, uh, I, Lee McGuinness came round the other the other day with his girlfriend Kim, and um, Craig. So you know who Lee McGuinness is. He's he's obviously he's been on Trailer Park Boys. He's he's Mike Smith's cousin who plays Bubbles, and yeah. you know you know what he's like. He's a crazy wacky guy. Lee came round. We watched a movie. What movie do you think we watched? <sighs> we put a movie on and we watched it. Is it is it is it a Clint film? No, it's not a Clint Eastwood film. Just have a get. Think about it. It's Lee. Lee McGuinness. What what film could me and Lee have watched? Dean, really trailer Park, is it? No, it wasn't Trailer Park Boys. It was Dina and uh, and Kim were with us as well. My wife and, and his girlfriend. Like we, The four of us watched this film. What film Street was it? Street Fighter? No. Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Good movie. <laughs> <laughs> what it was was uh, Kim mentioned it for some reason because she was talking about England and that's obviously filmed in England. <laughs> And then she literally said, put it on now if you want. And I and then I looked at Lee and he just didn't even say anything. So I was okay, I'll put it on. So I put it on and we just like, we talked while it was on, but it was just really weird to have bed knobs and broomsticks on. Which I, I'm guessing that if you got stoned and watched that film, it would be a totally different experience. But like we just had that on in the background. If, you, if people, if you don't know what bed knobs and broomsticks is, just Google it. It's it's basically like Mary Poppins. It, it was made around the same time on uh, by Disney. And it's 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 fucking weird. It's a good film, though. It's a good kids' film, but it's not the kind of film you'd you would think Liam McGuinness would sit through. <laughs> but anyway, no, it was good. He's um, at first he didn't think he was going to be around for the the meetup. He won't be here for the pub crawl, but he's going to be here on that Monday. He should be back on the Sunday actually, but I think the Monday might be a more likely time for him to come and meet up with us. So we should be seeing Lee. On that Monday, so fingers crossed we get to see him because he does really want to meet you both. Like he's, he he said that himself, and we'll see if that works out. Not too bad for the pub crawl. I know, yeah, I know. With people, you know, like like Dick Johnson is definitely coming. Like he put a he put a message out there on his Twitter that he's coming down. He's already looked into some certain ghosts around the uh, Nova Scotia area, Halifax area, and he's already done his research. He's going to be doing a lot of that while he's here anyway. But he's, he will be with us on the pub crawl. And uh, and there's other people that have said they're going to come too, so I'm not not particularly worried about like a, a bad turnout. But uh, and then there's other people that would like to meet up too, which we can do on the Sunday and maybe even the Friday night as well. So it's something to plan close to the time. Obviously, people don't really know their schedules. It's it, it's more than a month away. So Scott, what have you been up to, mate? Scott, what have you been up to, mate? Last time we had the pod, what was it? You give me a second. I gave said, you more than a second. I said, but I'm not going to talk when you keep rattling on. So, been getting exercise, chasing chickens around the yard. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen a certain, uh, certain picture. What picture? You're holding a chicken, you're, you're a fucking, little fucking crazy man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> 
Well, the one day I had to chase the chicken, and I didn't have my belt on, and my pants fell while I was chasing them. So I fell. <laughs> so anyway, I think we've had enough chit-chat now. People are listening in because they want to hear the interview with Jeremy Taggart. I mean, let's be honest, that's, that's the only reason why I'm going to listen back to this. So I think we should go through to our interview now. So Scott, if you're ready, mate, you can introduce it. Here we go. One half of the funny podcast, Taggart and Torrance, former drummer of Our Lady Peace, great guy. I'm talking about Jeremy Taggart. What's up, Jeremy? How's it going, man? It's going, man. We just found out we're bods of the week, man. So yeah, nice. That's right. Freaking, it, it isn't. It, it is an honor, man. It, it... And it's it's funny because uh, Sylvia, who kind of takes care of the business stuff for us, she uh, she told me that, and she kind of selected it because we always have a few, and she gives us like, well, what do you think of these ones? And I was like, wait, well, hey, I'm actually doing those guys pod today so <laughs> and we and we appreciate it no problem you guys are doing good things so uh so are, you guys are we going or like if you want to shoot whatever questions or like are we just is this how we roll like we're but, talking already yeah there's basically yeah and then afterwards we just edit it down so if there's anything that oh, okay we, if there's anything oh, that I'm, we talk I'm, about that you don't want to that you don't want out there like and you kind of regret yeah. we can always cut it because i i heavily edit everything so like, oh, that's cool. Don't worry. I'm 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 used to that. I'm used to actually uh, editing myself generally, so I don't have to. Like, cause I'm we don't have the option really of editing. That's what Tim does, and I try to keep his job simple, so we try to do it in one. Does swoop, it, does so. that get frustrating though? Because somebody else does that. Because I know that for me, it's it's great because like I have complete control over that because I obviously have the time to do it. But obviously for you guys, yeah. you know, Tim's dealing with it, so. I'm sure there's some things you might say or you might you might stutter over a few things and you might think, oh, I should never have said that. And does, do you ever regret, or not regret, but do you ever wish that you did have control over that a little bit? No, no, because, uh, I mean, there has been a couple times where we've said something wrong or made a mistake and Tim has taken it out. So, like, if, if something like that were to happen, we definitely have control to, to uh, make sure that, you know, we don't say something stupid and then it gets put out to the, to the uh, universe. Right. We definitely. Well, those... uh, we, we, se- we just send them the files. And if it, usually if we, if, if there's any issue, I'll, it'll be like he'll get a note or two. But honestly, like I said, we, we're pretty, pretty good at editing ourselves. Like oh, usually if we have some, we've actually had one or two segments <laughs> that kind of felt a little flat and we redid it just because, you know, it just didn't feel good. Yeah, well, but, if, you're, if you're not uh, feeling it, then it's good to change it. Yeah, very rare. It's happened, like, literally once or twice in, like, a 20-minute segment where we just felt like it could have been better. Yeah. But we're not really trying for that. That's the that's the beauty of, of what the show is, is we're just having a conversation and having a great time. So yeah. I guess if it just feels like, I don't know, like a discussion is maybe just not feeling entertaining you know like if you're sitting in a car and you're talking sometimes it's like you, 
you know, I feel that people only converse generally because they're enjoying it, right? That they're liking the conversation that they're having. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, you, you can't force a conversation. You know, so um, anytime it feels like we're treading water or killing time, that's when it's bad because you're like actually, you know, we're, you're supposed to be just enjoying the conversation and not really uh planning like a television show or something so it's kind of a a fine line but we're it's better to to keep it real because you can be funny by just repeating things over and over and over but it's just it's a lot more difficult in a way because it's just uh sometimes stupid things are the most funny yeah and generally you won't write something stupid, you know, 15 times in a row. You'll probably change it and try and make it cooler, smart, or whatever, better, more witty. And uh, sometimes the stuff that just comes by that is ridiculous is, is the best. So. And then, of course, sometimes, you know, you'll say, you guys will say something off the cuff and the other one will laugh. And that's and that's comedy gold for us listeners. So like, so, kind of like CeeLo Green and Mini Me. I mean, you, <laughs> yeah. Jeremy, Jeremy, man. Or you, the- you guys laughing absolutely makes everybody's day. I tell you, you go, you won't believe this. One forty-two, the first segment. It's it's like I I think I've laughed harder in that than I haven't in a long time. So <laughs> it's just so so dumb. I was just sitting listening to music this morning, and and uh, uh, so far away by Dire Straits came on. Right, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, this. Right, and the, the intro, I was like, this would be hilarious if this was like a talk show intro. Because <laughs> <laughs> of that riff, and it's just so smooth, but just imagine like a talk show. And I told Jonathan, let's do like a talk show with that as a theme. And then he's like, well, you mean like the Mark Knopfler show? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so we did this thing where it's the Mark Knopfler show. And that's the theme, and it's, yeah, it's really fun, but, like, just so dumb, but great. That's the best part. I got my uh, coworkers at work because they've never heard of Taggart and Torns, so, which is absolutely wrong. I got them uh, <laughs> I got them hooked on you guys where as soon as I get into work uh, on Mondays, they're like, all right, man, they turn the music off. They're like, let's do this. You, no you way. Know, I, I swear that's to God. Great. And, so the uh, workplace becomes a, a gas for a while. Man. Yeah, you know, and, and there's some skits that they make me play over and over and over. <laughs> like like the Commander Donnie when he was a substitute teacher. Yeah. And he's oh, like, yeah. he asked what your name was, like Hugh, and he's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good one for sure. He talks and, about and then, your show more than he talks about our show. <laughs> well, you're, theirs is funny, but <laughs> oh, no, come on. but man, the one the one thing that you did that threw me off because we weren't expecting it. Gotta say, reverb guy, because <laughs> <laughs> I had the I had the both speakers up real loud, and all of a sudden this big voice just comes through the speakers. <laughs> kind of scared the shit out of me, man. <laughs> 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 I mean, my daughter got it. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing in the world. I'm, how come nobody's ever done 
reverb guy. <laughs> you know, it's like so easy. I mean, the skit started out at where Jonathan was at the baseball field. The the hot dog guy couldn't uh, couldn't hear it. Also, on reverb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> reverb guy. If you need a hand to get your voice across the room or a field. The best thing about reverb guy is the is the the on and off switch on them. As soon as you turn it on, the little beep. <laughs> That's the best thing yeah. about it. Yeah, I know. It's like it just he loses power. Tonight, like he only has two minutes and he's done. <laughs> you guys got me to do something pretty crazy. Uh, I I got off work because I I work off I work midnights, right? So I get off work. I drive to Toronto. I see you guys do the uh, you guys when you were in Toronto, October nineteenth. And yep. and man, I, I felt Canadianity big time, man. And yeah, that was and, a heavy day and week, man, with the Gord but, passing and John uh, earlier in the week, Dunsworth. Yeah, it was a heavy, heavy show for sure. Man, I, I just felt so good in there, man. You know, and and yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was the same kind of vibe for that whole week. Ottawa the next night as well, just because. Um, you know, it, it, nobody, everybody was expecting, you know, Gord to kind of get through it and and somehow beat beat cancer when that everybody, right? You know, I felt that because it, it had been going so long and he was doing so much work and accomplishing so many things, I was like, who knows? You know, I mean, Ronnie Hawkins <clears throat> had pancreatic cancer and it just disappeared. So. It's happened before, so I just thought maybe, and then it happened, and, and it, it was just a it, lot worse than than people could uh, fathom. I think he was just unstoppable sure. as well, because, like you say, he was just constantly going, and you you you're thinking to yourself, yeah. as long as he keeps going, he's gonna stay with us, and and yeah. that's just not how it panned out. But it was just, I mean, it was such yeah. a shock. Yeah, I imagine he had a lot of uh, a lot of willpower happening. I mean because anybody I'd spoken to that was close to him just said that he was really physically kind of, uh, it was very difficult for him to do simple things. And the fact that he did all of that stuff, like all the recording and the writing and speaking, and it's just, it's awesome. And you know, it really was made a huge difference. And it really made a big difference on his impact. The strange thing for me was, I'm wrong for this, but I've never heard of the tragically hip until you guys broke it out, broke the news about Gord on your podcast what, two years ago. Where'd you and grow up? In the you're from the East Coast. I'm, I'm right outside of Chicago, and I'm just oh, Chicago. Yeah. Oh. I, why so, do I always think you guys are both from? Uh, I see you, Gavin. You're from was Halifax. Well, right? I'm, I'm from Liverpool originally in the UK, but no, yeah. I know. I'm, I mean, that's obvious, but yeah, I, I live in Halifax, yeah. yeah, not too far from where Jonathan okay. lives. Oh, okay. I didn't know you guys were split up like that. Oh, yeah. Like, we're, there's three of us all together. There's Craig in the UK, but he's like got Asperger's syndrome and does not like the podcast. He love hates it. He likes it, but he's like, he's hard work. So, you were talking earlier about like, you know, you can't force a conversation. We have to force it with sure. Craig, but it's actually comedy gold, some of the stuff he comes out with. Okay. If, you, if you're familiar yeah, with well. like, the Ricky Gervais show with uh, Carl Pilkinson. He's very yeah. much like Carl Pilkinson in the sense that oh, okay. his outlook on I the world, he always follows the subplot and it, the stuff he comes out and of it, is yeah. gold. 
So uh, like, I can't. Why are you guys? One of those guys, like, why are you guys laughing? I don't get it. But it's like, that's oh exactly, God, and that's what he says so because funny. everyone that listens to our yeah. show, he is the one guy that they like the most. Everybody loves Craig, but he just doesn't get why. He's like, I don't understand why people like me. And I say, I say, it, it, listen back to the shows. It's it's the way you're being yourself, and that's what people love. But Craig, yeah, Craig. No, Craig's back in the UK, so so we're basically when we record, it's UK to Canada to the US, and that's how we do it. So, are you still in Chicago, Scott? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm. I'm like, yeah, I'm like ten min, ten miles right outside of it, fifteen miles. Okay. I so actually live people. on, I live on the border of Indiana, Illinois, so I'm like in Indiana, but Northwest Indiana. Okay, there's so many like boroughs and like outer cities in Chicago, man. It's insane. I used to collect baseball stuff and there was a guy was way up. Two, there was actually two places. There was Mastro buying right. sports auctions and then there was a guy named Dave Bushing and he lived up in the suburbs up in the North End. So just taking cabs back in the 90s all over the weird suburbs <laughs> of Chicago and just like so many huge places and mountains so spread out. Toronto is similar, very similar. You know, I love Toronto, uh, the the street that the Great Hall's on. I forget what that main street's called that you guys were at. Uh, man, all the little markets and everything, I, I really enjoyed that. But, but, yeah, I think it's on College. But, I mean, College is great. Green Street's amazing. There's so many Bloor Streets, great Kings. There's a lot of different areas that you can kind of, get a different feel for whatever you're looking for. I definitely but want to come back Chicago's, to Toronto. Chicago is very similar. You spend a lot of money real quick in Chicago, too. Same with Toronto. It seemed like oh, I know. me and Wes were stopping at every single bar waiting for the show to start and there met a go. couple of people and everybody's like, hey, you want to buy a drink? Or, you know, we're just, everybody's buying each other drinks. So. Yeah, <laughs> next thing you know, you got... <laughs> rabbit ears going to the show with no money in your pocket. <laughs> oh Alert. my God, Annalise! What? <laughs> excellent. You guys got an Annalise. That, that's excellent. In here. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> bonus bonus audio. Oh, that's hilarious. What's up, Anna? What are you doing? Uh, yeah. Just hanging out. I'm doing a different pod- podcast. This is the mess, the major's mess hall podcast. What? Alert, alert. She's hitting you with full on alert, alert. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, Anna. You got anything to say? Alert. That's, all. That's it? Just alerts? Okay. <laughs> you have to graduate to a new thing now that you're going to be eight in August, you know. Eight, wow. Because she's a... Uh, got a catchphrase at seven that's pretty good it is <laughs> it has an, a sticker on the on the, on the internet <laughs> she loves, i'll send her the alert alert sticker she was so happy to see that with the uh oh the, the sticker iTunes package yeah yeah stickers yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's like yay that's the coolest thing ever that's awesome so of all the characters that you do we asked jonathan this of all the characters that you do what guy person sticks out for you that you absolutely love doing well i like doing giovanelli a lot because <laughs> yeah I definitely a lot of buddies of mine that were italian and uh, <laughs> so I, a lot of the stupid little storylines and the things that they get up to are based on what i've 
hung out with hanging out in their house and the, the, you know both of them my buddies both joe and both named joe and uh <laughs> both of them had like the, the the split uh the house with the the kitchen upstairs and downstairs and the upstairs kitchen nobody ever went into or touched and all the couches had plastic on them oh, you couldn't boy. Sit down upstairs and <laughs> downstairs and my buddy anytime either of them i was like hey come on like i was you know 15 years old 16 hanging i was like I, can i crash here no you can't sleep here there's no like you can't sleep in my house you have your own bed you don't sleep in someone else's bed what's the matter with you <laughs> That's so funny i remember one time i slept at my buddy joe's house and I had to like get up at like five thirty before his mom and dad saw me there like, on the floor because <laughs> they get mad at me being in there because they thought it was like a, a, I don't know, like a sign of being poor or something, like going <laughs> sleeping at someone else's house on the couch. <laughs> you know, it's like that's what, you know, that's what the uh, like delinquents do in there and they're going to trash at someone's house. <laughs> Got to smooth the plastic on the couch off when you're done. <laughs> and it's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, you know, we're just having a laugh because obviously that's not the stereotype of every Italian household, but it, two of my buddies and it's similar. So it's just fun, you know, because there, there's a little area in that part of Toronto, like Jane and Shepherd, and uh, there's so many, there was growing up there, there's so many great families. And my first girlfriend was from that same neighborhood and she was Italian and everybody was either Italian or Portuguese. And there was a real kind of, uh, culture there for sure. Everybody had Sherwood hockey sticks in the backyards for the vines. <laughs> like stuck in the ground. <laughs> everybody vines making wine and sitting out making, uh, tomatoes, canning tomatoes for, for a week. Nice. Well, these make the best characters when, when you base a character on somebody that's uh, you know that, that's real, like from or like even just just uh, you know a, a spin-off of someone that you actually know. Those make the best characters. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. Like Bonnie. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's why Bonnie's so great because he's just like, well, this is what she said earlier, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that those are definitely. It's a lot easier when you're just kind of copying somebody. Sometimes if I do that, I can't really say who I'm doing because I feel like if they found out, they'd be upset. Yeah, not not <laughs> everybody would. Even though like it's all done with love, like there's not you know you guys no, aren't making sure. fun of anyone. Like it's you know most people no, no. most people take it take it well, but you just never know, do you? Yeah, you don't want to. There's no point if you don't have to. One of my other no favorites. Name. My other favorite skits you guys did was when. Uh, Donovan babysat Sting's kid. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a true story as well. Is it? I, I was a, with a for. It was a photographer. That I got to know in like America, who did uh, sh uh, shots, like shots Sting a few times at his house, and the kid was there, and like had he had to watch the kid for like five minutes, and the kid was just like a total shit, like <laughs> being like that swearing and telling him you don't have to tell me what to do go fuck yourself fuck off <laughs> like he really hit him with those lines sting kid and then uh when they when they had dinner that's a true story sting was actually on like a throne at the end of the table 
Oh, I can was he that. really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, you guys, you guys are like educational. I learned so much from you guys. <laughs> well, that's, I think, why it's fun because it's like uh, we both did, you know, done music and entertainment, TV, and film in Canada for so long. It's hard not to have stories with most people, you know, some of course. or some story that you've heard. I mean, sometimes people. Uh, publicly make asses of themselves so why not say that you saw that or somebody heard they said it you know even if it's alleged and it's funny and you're not really uh taking them down or anything like that but if you hear something ridiculous it's it just it makes it that much better to, to to have a few kicks around the can kicks of the can around so uh with with the book obviously the book's sold incredibly well and it's you know Congratulations on the success of it! But I know you guys have done an audio, an audio book. Did you guys finish that yet? Like, when's that going to be out? What? Which? What? A what book? An an audio book. You know the audio. Oh, you, oh, you guys read. That's what. That's what you guys are calling it, isn't it? Yeah, it is an audio book. But for a second, I thought you were talking about the cookbook thing that Jonathan <laughs> was joking around about <laughs> on the podcast. I was like, oh no, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. We did uh, complete. We did do the audio book, so uh, we haven't got the exact date, but we'll be. That'll be out very soon, actually, for sure. Excellent. I mean, I'm a, I'm a lazy reader. I did read the book, and it's fantastic. But it's always it's always fun listening to the audio book when you hear the the authors actually read yeah. the book themselves. So and and it, it it yeah, and I guess it's a little more fun when it's the actual author. Telling the stories that, exactly, you know? yeah, it really is. Like Steve Coogan, he does a character in the UK called Alan Partridge, oh, and he he's had a couple of him. yeah, yeah, he's had a couple of audio books out, and he reads them as the character, and it's so much more funny listening to him read them as a character yeah. as it is just you know reading For the actual sure. book. Absolutely, no, it's a, it's a great medium, and uh, it's interesting now. People are starting to think about books as almost like well, I I don't like to read books, but I listen listen to podcasts all the time why don't i just put this book audio book the same idea it's so funny it's like the the tail wagging the dog of like entertainment and content but it's it brings people back to wow this is actually drawing me in and i'm listening to it and i i don't want to stop listening to it it's, i think podcasts have kind of brought people back to the idea of putting on headphones and listening to something for more than 10 minutes which is what when we were kids listening to records was people will spend hours binge watching TV and podcasting. And what the hell is that really the difference there than uh, putting on a big set of cans in the seventies and putting on a, a fog hat record. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then you guys got another what five or six uh, date tour coming up in May. Yeah, five days in May. Is there six now? I'm not. I'm not oh, sure. I think it's five. I hope it's five because it makes more sense with the Blue Rodeo thing. But uh, yeah, yep. It's. Uh, I'm asking you guys. Like I'm fucking. I should know. <laughs> I, I, I I have it right here. I yeah. Uh, I see that you guys are in Sarnia. I'm gonna try to make that because that's only what uh, about a little under four hours to get there. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, it's uh, five days. Yeah, the one in Sarnia 
I think it's a station music hall still. I know yeah. they switch venues. Is that the new venue? Yeah, that's what it shows on your website. And then, uh, yeah, Waterloo on the 25th, 26th, London, Hamilton, 27th, and 29th, Ottawa. So, yeah, a little five-day rip. Should be yeah. fun. So have you guys you got know, any, any news on the uh, the t- TV pilot that you filmed? Because obviously I was there for that, and it was just so funny. I just wondered whether there's any, yeah. you know, anything coming up with that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, TV is funny, you know. Uh, when you when you submit a pilot, they, for some reason, love to take between three to six months to make a decision. So that's where it is, but uh, everything's good. We're happy with the, the pilot that we've, put together and um that end is great and uh well you know i think no matter how that 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 particular deal whether it happens or not um we're gonna kind of keep looking towards that medium anyway and uh because there's just been a lot of opportunities and and uh ways that we can branch out with this in in a couple different ways that are coming out this year. So uh, I think any, any kind of avenue that we can, we can develop content that's fun for us, we, we're going to try. So that's why the book's happening and that's why TV is, is or, or some form of, of uh, video or film yeah. will, be, will be happening as well as, as uh, other stuff. So, Well, watching it live on stage, is, it's, I mean, it's, it's like it's, it's like watching it through a magnifying glass because you, when you listen to it, it's one thing, but when you when you're watching the visual of it on stage, it's so much more bigger and better. And uh, you know, well, obviously, yeah. it being filmed as well, like that, that just again, it just makes it even more incredible for for the viewer, basically. Yeah, it, it's interesting because a lot of people might think that, like, because they're used to hearing just the audio, they'll think, "Oh, it's just it'll be weird seeing them." It's like, but actually, it's it's better because it's. Um, very physical as well like and especially when we're talking as people when you see it and you see the expression yeah it it, it takes it up a level for sure and if you don't like that just close yeah. your eyes and keep listening yeah exactly <laughs> i don't think people seem to have a pretty good time at the show oh yeah uh, it's, it's always a blast because you can feel it from the audience it gavin keeps trying to when you guys are shooting the pilot he's like fly over here and we'll go to show together i'm like geez i can't just take off work like that you know (laughs) but but i would have tried man (laughs) yeah for sure well uh, if you want to come to sarnia let me know i'll put you on the list so no problem appreciate that uh hook you up man uh, man, out of the week of course anytime (laughs) (laughs) i gotta ask too man how's ronnie doing ronnie's okay you know uh, there we uh they we put their house up and sold their house, so they're moving. So Ronnie's moving. I think we're going to try and move them to Barry. So okay. It's, they're Ronnie and Burl have better uh, amenities and easier for them to to uh, to get uh, food. And if there's something were to happen, the hospital's closer, and there's people there. So they're out in the middle of nowhere now. It's like literally half an hour from a tiny town and 40 minutes from a, a Huntsville or Bracebridge, which is like reasonable, but not enough. So, um, Barry's close to me. My brother lives there. So it just makes a lot more sense. Uh, the next level of the brawniness. 
I always like the stories you used to tell, you know, about about growing up and Ronnie and all that, and 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 yeah. uh, they're entertaining, man. Sure, yeah, it was. Uh, I got to, you know, make, uh, you know, I grew up with those stories, thinking, man, this this is sh- shitty, you know, like, this <laughs> sucks. So, <laughs> like, like, you know, when you start telling the stories and you laugh about it. It makes it a lot easier to deal with, you know what I mean? Like that kind of anger, and like I can't tell you how many times I saw him tear up a room, like tear up a room, like destroy everything—tables, <laughs> chairs, bookshelves, books. So, sounds books like my as well. <laughs> I saw him rip up my—I uh, saw him rip up like these gold-bound, freaking thick cover books, like he was <laughs> crazy. Like he had a, it was bad because his dad was very physically abusive. Like he beat up uh, his wife and my my dad's mom. So he saw that growing up. So he was never, he was never physical to anybody other than inanimate objects, you know, and obviously verbal uh, horrendous demonic stuff, which is just as bad as physical abuse. But, um, you know, just seeing like a a guy go absolutely crazy in the house on a regular basis, uh, it just kind of did help me in in one regard. With with other times when I see people freak out, you know, right. I was always the guy on the road that if the van van broke breaks down or at the side of the road, everyone's freaking out and and they're going, "Why aren't you upset?" And like, why would I care? What what, what can I do about this here? Let's have a laugh instead of you know getting mad that we're stuck here you know do you uh mm. do you miss do you miss the band days um i i know i mean I, I i i i i had a great time and i loved them and and uh i i the, the times growing up in in the band was was fantastic and i don't uh but i don't want to do that i don't sit around sometimes thinking man i wish i was just playing those songs on stage like it really it really doesn't doesn't come into my head whatsoever i mean that's great um, though that you know you know 100 percent that you made the right decision then because oh, the fact that you don't have any regrets i mean that means you you did the no, right thing no i mean i i like to play drums and that's yeah something that will never stop that's that's not the same thing as playing no not at all LP songs, you know? so um it, it's it's just uh it's one of those things that I, I I look at as I was in the band for more than half of my life, but I was still, um, it was at a young enough age that I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm still, you know, I can still do a few more things from, uh, in a complete, a complete idea. You know what I mean? Like accomplishing a goal that, that takes a long time. You know, yeah, a craft that that takes a while. So that that's that's the idea, just to kind of learn new things and 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 uh, I want to be at the end of my life going, hey, I I did this this and this and that, these kinds of experiences, and you know I know what you have to do to to immerse yourself in those things to get those experiences. So it ends up being uh, uh, I I want to go a lot of different spots. 
not a, that I'm not saying that's a success thing. That's just a, just a, a learning thing. So yeah, to be staying in one one thing the whole time in that particular way was just not it was a pointless. So where I was at, you know, that's why I left. It just wasn't. There was no point to it. Exactly. You know, if you're not feeling it anymore, then it, the passion isn't there anymore. Yeah, you know, I mean, and when you're when you're, uh, it really is as simple as when you when you don't understand uh, where something's going, then there's no point in trying to uh, to change the pattern or change the uh, the direction. You know. And with touring, I mean, you were with the band for what twenty one years. Yeah. What's like the yeah. you tour the world and all that? What's like the craziest thing you've seen fans do, or or someone from another band or? Well, it depends on what you mean. You think like partying crazy? Sure, I've seen crazy stuff. Uh, um, fights? Sure, I've seen crazy fights, band breakups, other you know, uh, you know, uh, hypocrisy, manipulation. <laughs> you know, I've seen all kinds of. <laughs> All kinds of great stuff in twenty-one years. <laughs> <laughs> Too much to mention. I mean, I mean, yeah. some of the Depends people what you're looking for. Some of the some for, some of the bands you go opened up for. Man, no one. Yeah. I mean, man, the Stones, Van Halen. Uh, man, it, it can just go on and on. What and Rob? Uh, sorry, uh, Robert Plant and Jimmy Page and. Yeah, I mean, that's what that was in Chicago when we played with. Uh, Latin Page in '95 was the, and they did their first reunion. We played in uh, Cincinnati, Chicago, and two other places. Can't remember. Yeah, that was pretty intense because that that was when I was freshly 19, just yeah, barely 19 or 20, and yeah, and we were still in a van at that point, so we'd never played. A room bigger than like a thousand seats, you know. So clubs, big clubs. So first time in an arena, first time to do a sound check on a stage, you know, with twenty thousand seats. So that was pretty, pretty cool. And you started playing first drums. Time like I heard, first time I heard slap back. <laughs> For the first time where you hit the bass drum and you hear a big smack after you hit it from the back. <laughs> And you only been playing drums for just a couple of years before you joined Our Lady Peace, right? Yeah, about three years. That's amazing. A quick learning curve, but it's not like we were. Uh, not like that, you know. It was a genius level of musicianship. You know, we were all kind of learning at that level, and I was just uh, pretty much at the same level that they were at, a little younger. You know, so. Um, it was it was pretty cool to 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 experience that stuff at a young age because um, it gave me an opportunity to kind of learn what I liked to learn and uh, you know that that's one thing I I did appreciate about success and having you know money as a, as a young kid was just kind of doing stuff that, that that you never thought you could do and having time to do it and. You know, that stuff's uh, great when you're 17, 18, 19, 20. It's funny, you just, you just reminded me, actually, when you, when you mentioned uh, the slapback in the arena. 
I used to be in a, a yeah. I used to be in a pop band years ago. We used to it was a five piece harmony band basically, a boy band essentially. But we were actually quite good. Yeah. And then um, mm-hmm. we did a football stadium once, and we'd only done small little venues until oh, yeah. until this football stadium. No, because like we we went out to rehearse and we didn't have the in ear pieces, so like we we'd start we'd oh. be singing and it would be fine. And the next thing you know, everybody's saying you guys are out of sync, and we're like what? And it was because it was bouncing back, and we didn't even realise what was going on. Luckily enough, before the show, we managed to actually figure it out and get some in ear pieces, so we were okay. But that was wow, weird. Yeah, it was so strange. It's scary. Yeah, because you 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 have no control, and all of a sudden, there you know what you just did, the beat that you just hit is like a little bit off, or depending on how far the back. And sometimes yeah. it can be just a gymnasium or something, or just a badly yeah cement box it, it doesn't take really much and, and then you just no. instantly sound shit then as soon as you're not as soon as you're not in yeah. sync with the music especially you know as a drummer your job is to keep Ooh, yeah. the timing so you know if you can't give the timing yeah. the whole the whole band sucks you know well i mean music without time is not bad how about life without time you know like it doesn't work you need to have the time flowing <laughs> and if it goes off the track then it's that's it that's how accidents happen yeah so we got one more question for you, and then we'll, we're going to let you go because you've given us a lot of your time sure. tonight. It's just, it's a no random problem. question, but I'm just curious. Being from Liverpool, and you obviously loving loving music and the Beatles as well. What what's your favourite Beatles yeah. album slash track? Would you say Revolver? Revolver, easy. I agree with you there. That's my favourite album as well. Yeah. Just because of uh, that was the first when they were like, okay, let's let's really try and make a record here. Yeah, as opposed to being fantastic musicians that could record incredible songs live off the floor in a snap that record was really the kind of first album album you know that that uh and and just the fact that that kind of created so much that created uh the concept of of recording for longer than what it takes for you to play a song before that, it was like you go in a room and you record what you are live. After that record, it was like, well, you can kind of do whatever you want if you're just recording it. It's like a movie. You know, you're recording that. It doesn't have to necessarily be what we are on stage. It can be more cinematic, I guess, you know. Yeah. And that's it. That's when albums went completely. Pet sounds happened, and that was the end of it. All of a sudden, budgets went through the roof. Albums started taking fucking six months on the reg. When before that, it was like you go in for two weeks and that's the end of it. You record it all. Yeah. So an album was fantastic in that regard. But uh, And for song, I don't know. I mean, the whole record, it doesn't really matter. It's just such a taxman's maybe. That's yeah. a pretty baller track. I like taxman, yeah. Paul. Paul McCartney crushing the guitar solo. Yeah, I like Annual Bear Can Sing. That's that's my favorite one off that album. But that's pretty cool. Though. It seems like whenever uh, George did a jam, like he was okay with other people coming in and playing the guitar solos. Like you know, my guitar gently weeps, bringing Clapton. But like having McCartney just <clears throat> crush such a great guitar solo for you know. Well, I guess he was a guitar player initially, but. Yeah, shows shows McCartney's chops to pull off that guitar solo, and that guitar solo is so erratic and kind of crazy. Like, yeah, I'm it assuming is. it was probably them trying to create like a kink. You really got me kind of vibe. It's, it's the only thing I could think that 
might have been before that, but or around that time. But yeah, chaotic, good stuff, great record, good choice. Yeah, and I did, I, I did uh, go to the the uh, the Cavern Club there. Oh, you've been to Liverpool? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I went yeah, I, I've performed on that I, stage before. No way, really. Yeah, we just—I can't even okay. remember what it was for—some sort of charity event or something. And you know, we, we were obviously a you know a vocal group from Liverpool, so we would we would do Beatles songs. Obviously, we'd just be singing them, but we'd do them in the four-part harmonies and stuff. And yeah, we we got up and did a few songs. And I like the fact I like having that to tell people to be able to say, "Oh, I performed on some of the stages that you know the world's most famous yeah. band performed on." It's it's such a claim to fame to be able to say, you know, I, yeah. I did that, you know. And it's still there, right? They haven't. Oh yeah, it's, those it's no, no. It's I, I don't think that's ever gonna go. That's still there. Um, they've added yeah. stuff. To, there's a there's a museum there now, and you can uh, you can do a bus tour that will take you to uh, John and uh, Paul's childhood homes, which is really interesting because John lived with his aunt and she had money, so her house is really nice. Yeah. And Paul did. Mm-hmm. Paul lived in a council house, which so is really small. It's very nice now, obviously, because it's it's looked after by the by the government, basically. But um, yeah, it's interesting stuff. There's a lot of things there now to do with the Beatles. The city is very proud of them. Yeah, no kidding. How could you not be? I mean, it's put it on the map a thousand million times over, right? Exactly. You know, other than it's interesting that well, there's probably been other bands since like that have come from there that are big, right? Like who's the other bigger band in the last twenty years from Liverpool? Come from Liverpool? Oh God! It's pretty. Is it still like it's a tough town to to, uh, bring bands out? Like you think, freaking Manchester, the amount of insane bands that came from there. What the fuck? What's going on? Yeah. What's going on, Liverpool? Yeah, I'd have to think. the load all went into the Beatles. That's it. The there's some. There's load. there's one. There's some acts. There's one guy called Jerry Marsden. I don't know if you've heard of him. And yeah, he I've heard that name. He was in a band called the Pacemakers. Yeah. Gary, okay. Gary and the Pacemakers. Cross, cross, cross the Mersey. Yeah, man. exactly. Okay, so the the Mersey is the is the river that's in between where I live and Liverpool, essentially. But anyway, we did a gig once with Jerry Marsden, and at the time he must have been about seventy. And I remember backstage, you you'll like this because he's very much like you. Got, you you do a character on the podcast called Roy, don't you? You did him in the latest episode. Yeah. Okay, so he talks yeah. like that, but he's got a Liverpool accent. And I remember that this one this one woman looked at him and said, "Jerry, what do you think of the boys?" And pointed to us, and he, he looked at looked at us dead in the face and goes, "Fucking shite." And then he goes, "Ah, I'm only joking, Kate. I'm only joking, guys. I'm just joking around." And we were like, "Well, we we haven't even sang yet, so you wouldn't even know if he was shit or not." He just come out with it, and I just thought you ignorant it would have been bastard. Better if he said fucking shite, and that was it, walked out. Yeah, well, I, he almost you know, did because it went it went deadly silent, and we just looked at each other, and he goes, "Ah, I'm just joking, guys," <laughs> and nobody laughed, and we were just like, "Right, okay." <laughs> <laughs> but he's great. one of those people now that whenever they talk about John Lennon on the radio when it's like John Lennon's birthday or something or if somebody you know like does he get pissed off no no he's like he's the first one in there to do an interview so they'll be like oh uh, close friend Jerry Marsden had this to say and it'll be oh, Jerry no. there and it's like oh yeah me and John used to drink together and it's just like yeah we've heard it all before like, <laughs> even though he he was big first right yeah but his claim to fame is no, he, that he he performed with the Beatles and that's what he that's it. That, and he still performs now, and he's like 88. Wow, he's still going, eh? He's still Holy going, shit. yeah. I actually think he's got a pacemaker now, ironically. 
Wow. <laughs> it's, like Gorn, it's, it's like Gorn Lightfoot, man. They just keep going. <laughs> oh, Gorn, no. I don't know how much he's going. Gordon Lightfoot's starting to look like something you see that you sell in one of those like party superstores. <laughs> yeah, he is. Bless him. You know what I mean? Like, wow, that one's pretty cool. That cost you. <laughs> Whoa, that's scary. Hold on, hell. Now I'm gonna think that every time I see Gordon's name, man. <coughs> well, geez, man. Like, just, like when you see him and you see him in person, he looks even more like that. It's like a <laughs> Madame Tussaud, like wax figure. <laughs> really weird. <laughs> I've seen him a lot. Now he just looks like he's oh yeah, he's kind of papery and can't really hear him. It's really bizarre. Like yeah. he's not there almost. Like it's like the Back to the Future photo where he's half fading. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's almost out. <laughs> Fucking got tears down my face. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Anyway, poor Gordy. <laughs> So, oh, but, that's his soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, that was one thing that Jonathan said that was like cracked me up. Like, when he what was it, the Carrie Underwood? Is that what it was? When he's like, the uh, she's just doing the Lord's work. He <laughs> 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 had to say it twice. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> Don't so, do that. But you got me good. We're uh, we're we're going to wrap this, man. But man, dude, we we appreciate your time so much, man. And hey, no and, problem. Uh, we'll con- we'll continue to spread the bodies. Now, man. rebel, man, rebel. Man, getting there, going there. Hey, I was just full gamut. Hey, I got five of those dogs. Oh so, man, they're really they're all. Yeah, they're all old, but Chihuahuas. Hey, we got a <laughs> we got old. a brand we got a brand new Chihuahua though. He's she's only like a couple months old, and she's already at police training, a uh, police dog training camp. <laughs> My a lady that comes in and uh, watches like babysit sometimes. She she had a uh, she has like a weird kind of fluffy Chihuahua thing, but it like got, I don't know how it happened, but one of his like it had those super bulgy eyes. <laughs> one of those eyes popped out, like right out. I'm like, you're what the fuck? You're scared, to pet it, you're scared to pet it on the back of the head because the eyes well, might pop eyes out. Well, it's eyes hanging out. Like, it's out. <laughs> Eyeball hanging out. That's and fucked. And I popped it back in like it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it happened. <laughs> you know, what's up with that, man? Look at those big, bulgy eye ones. You have the bulgy eye ones with the eye poppers? No, no, they're all they all look like they're just uh stone. <laughs> just okay. all mellow. It's it's just funny when he when he lets them all in the kitchen, like he's got like that like uh, lino flooring in the kitchen and their little nails on the floor like it's all you can hear when they're running for food. Oh man. It's like the West Side it's like the West Side story here though, Jeremy. Uh I got five dogs, five cats, four chickens, and one bird. <laughs> so, oh, I mean, man, what the hell? That's what I'm saying. It's just a shit storm from like five to seven. Yeah. <laughs> neighbors, down. neighbors, like, can you shut that fucking rooster up? <laughs> what kind of bird is it? 
it, it's uh, a yeah, chicken. Yeah, or orthander, orthander chickens. I don't know what the hell it's called. Is it for the egg. Yeah, the eggs, and uh, we got four of them. And my uh, my uh, daughter and, and and her husband moved back in the house, right? You know, temporarily, so the chickens came okay. with. So, right, but well, fresh eggs. Um, four a day. <laughs> so, oh yeah, they fire them out like that. Yeah, they're happy, man, <laughs> and they fire them off. Like, like clockwork, like did it, did it, two in the morning, two in the afternoon, or what? No, they lay in these little buckets in their coop, man, and uh, they're basically around midday. Crazy, man, <laughs> that they can have fucking four eggs, two each a day, or what? What one? One, one each a day. So man, we got a weird life, <laughs> dude. I'm not big Firing on this pet egg every day. I'm not I'm not big on the petting farm here, man, but <laughs> it just just happens. That, that eggshell forms from nothing every day. <laughs> right. What the hell's it, going on there, man? <laughs> I meant they run around the yard and all that, so they're like all happy. They chase the chihuahuas around, and uh, the cat tried to sneak up on it, and they weren't having that either. So, yeah, they took over the yard, man. And then they then they line then they line up and go back in their coop, man. When it's nighttime. <laughs> yeah, man. Sorry, so, they have to clean up that the shit sink too, right? Oh yeah, yeah vile. <laughs> but uh, some of the stinkiest right. shit there is. <laughs> Never smelled nice shit. So, but everything. well, yeah. But if, it's, if they say chicken shit's like higher than most. Yeah, that, it is, man. It, I, I can't stand the smell of it. It's disgusting. Why so, is it so bad? I, I don't know. It's vile. They eat they everything. Eat? It doesn't everything. even smell. You'd think it would smell like eggs, and it doesn't. What do you mean they <laughs> eat? Every, what do you mean you eat everything? Like, what do you throw like a leg of lamb in there? Or he what? feeds them eggs. He actually feeds them <laughs> eggs. Their own eggs. No, cooks they it. eat their own eggs. Yeah, they do. You scramble oh, no. them. No, you scramble them up and give it to them. <laughs> doesn't that doesn't that get mad chickens? No, no. <laughs> well, all of a sudden you wake up and one of the chicken's eyes all huge and it's <laughs> at the mouth. Toxic adventure looking mask. <laughs> how do they eat their own? It's uh, whatever. So they just what have salad, just throw it in there like Seinfeld with the lobster and the egg. <laughs> like the eggs I'll post a video on on Twitter, man. Like like as soon as they like see your breakfast. As soon as they How's your offspring breakfast? <laughs> That's the kid from last night, eh? <laughs> He's lost Don't it you now. Ever wonder why those you keep having them and they never show up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll post. I, I'll post a video, man. They go. As soon as they They're see you with like, food. Oh, man, where'd my kid go? Oh, I'm going to have another one. Oh, man, where'd my kid go? I'm going to have another one. <laughs> Holy fuck, man. So, so they just drop or what? So they, they stop having eggs? They just go in the bucket. <laughs> There's like a nest and each one's got a bucket. And then they... Uh, they uh, go in there and have their egg, and then they come back outside. <laughs> I need the one from yesterday. <laughs> they just waddle in and waddle out and fire an egg out. Yeah, yeah basically. Right. So, but so now we talked about chickens the last twenty minutes. <laughs> With us, it's fucked, man. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how it works. But uh, yeah, man. 
we will we're going to wrap this but again man we we appreciate your time and and uh, uh thanks for having me guys yeah it was great no, ready to get the make some dinner here for the little monkeys eggs Excellent. gotcha <laughs> no, so. we'll see maybe i'll fire one out myself <laughs> i'll okay, let you, i'll let you know i'll let you know about sarnia also yeah, yeah, for sure. Keep in touch, boys. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. Hey, what the fuck's going on? This is Julian. You're listening to Majors Mass Hall. Yeah! So that was our interview with Jeremy, and uh, we hope all you new listeners enjoyed it, and we hope all you old listeners enjoyed it. I mean, let's be honest here. I'm the only old person listening. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, we uh, we had fun talking about our chickens and, and having fun. Yo, man, you've got you've got to film a video of your chickens. You've got to get them. You've got to show them what that's like. I will. We're going to show them eating its own offspring. <laughs> <laughs> Cannibalistic chickens. <laughs> and after the podcast, we actually fed the chickens a uh, cooked chicken so they were out there eating chicken fucking hell man seriously you fed it chicken yeah they enjoyed it bones and all bones and all bones and all fucking hell what's the chicken called Hannah bloody Belecta if it goes on your house okay so anyway listen moving on very quickly uh, I just want to mention that we are having a, a, a renovation done in the house we're having a bathroom fitted specifically for Craig because uh, we feel Craig comes over enough that he deserves his own bathroom so on the the guest sort of section of the the basement where we've got like a little bedroom set up we we are renovating there putting a bathroom in basically so craig you'll be pleased to know mate it's almost done the walls have been painted the shower itself has been fitted we just need to uh do the finish off the ceiling and give it another lick of paint on the walls and uh, put up the actual shower unit itself like the doors and everything and then it's pretty much good to go mate so You'll uh, you'll be able to uh, christen the bathroom with a uh, shit when you get here. <laughs> nice one. Won't be able to go upstairs anymore. I know. And remember as well, you, you're not allowed to sit on the toilet seat because you broke one once. So you just got to sit on the bowl, bare arse on the bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I appreciate all the hard work that you uh, you and your uh, step your father-in-law are doing. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I really haven't done very much, but I've just helped him a little bit. But he's I mean, he's he's great because he just he's not charging us for his work, and you know we've we bought the supplies and stuff, but he saved us a lot of money on the labour. So, you know, I'll be glad when it's finished though, because right now the door for the bathroom is actually off the hinges, leaning against Craig's bed. So, it's a mess. Like the whole room's a mess. Like I'm barely even able to fit at the desk to record this podcast because of the amount of shit that's in the room. But uh, listen, I I've got to mention Jay Anders again. Now I know Scott hates the even the, the the mention of that name because obviously, for those that don't know, uh, I played a trick, a prank on a podcast <coughs> that we we listened to called uh, the Northern Scouts podcast, where I created this fake character called Jay Anders, and I was sending them uh, emails, humorous emails. They believed it was from somebody called Jay Anders, John Anders, and uh, I ended up Scott ended up getting himself involved. So then I ended up. Giving Scott shit from Jay Anders, and it just went on. It got out of hand, and uh, in the end, it came clean. And it was actually, um, it was on an episode of our podcast where where it actually came clean. Um, it's it's episode 
46 if anyone cares to go back and the episode's called who is jay anders but anyway i'm mentioning that because there's currently an investigation going on in my work to find out who jay anders is because uh fucking hell long story short um there was a one of the cleaners was going out back and smoking and you're not allowed to smoke on premises and i had told her co-worker to warn her that she wasn't allowed to do it and she basically flipped shit on me and my colleague and basically just got all angry and say, I've been given permission by the commissioners, I've been told I'm allowed to go out there and smoke and you can't stop me and blah, blah. It wasn't even like that. We were literally just telling her that, like, you know, you should be careful because you're going to get into trouble. But anyway, uh, we were advised by her bosses to send an email to, uh, like, a, a complaint, basically. and Because we were told that once we get a complaint, we can tell us you can't do it anymore. Don't know why, but that's what we were told. So I sent an email from the Jay Anders account and uh, because you know it's it's account that's it's an uh, an email account that's sitting there not doing anything now obviously so I was like you know I'll I'll, I'll bring Jay Anders back from the dead and you know I'll be Jay Anders so sent it from Jay Anders and now they're trying to investigate to find out who Jay Anders is and where about in the building he works so the the woman who's trying to find out who he is who's the cleanest boss like she's going around all the departments she's told my boss I've I've had to come clean to my boss that it was me and he's annoyed that I've like lied about it but I didn't want my name getting out there but. Because I've used like a real name and not just like a stupid made up one, people think there's somebody in the building called Jay Anders. So he's currently trying to be located so that he can resolve this issue. But how fucked up is that? It's fucked up that Jay Anders is involved. Well, I had to, you can see my point though, can't you? I wanted to keep my name clear. They already have an email address like for me on file. So I couldn't use that one because he'd have known it was me. And I don't want the cleaner finding out that I'd done that even though I was advised to do it, so that her boss could then say, I've had a complaint, so you're going to have to stop, because she was given permission by the commissioners. Like, that's not a lie. But her boss needed proof to then go to the commissioners to say, okay, I've had the complaint, and we're not allowed to do this anymore. So, basically, I wouldn't have gotten involved if I'd have known this whole thing, or maybe I'd have just used my own name, because, like, they're trying to find out who Jay Anders is, and he doesn't even fucking exist. I almost feel like I need to dig out his... Twitter account again and get that going <laughs> and say oh he's not in today but you can reach him on Twitter and just give us Twitter handle <laughs> Craig do me a favour mate I think I think it's t- we, a little bit of work has been done on our website so I think you should give out the website address because that has got the links to everything on there uh, was it, what is it majorsmessel.com oh, fucking hell mate if you'd have just said majorsmessel.com you'd have nailed it in one but the fact you asked what is it you fucked it again so yeah, it is. It's 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 as Scott would say. It's www.majorsmesshall.com. So if you go to majorsmesshall.com, it's got the links to everything on there, like the Twitter, the Facebook, the YouTube, and then there's a really nice professional right up on there as well. We're currently looking for somebody to kind of look after and maintain the website because Mikey, who's absolutely phenomenal at building websites, he built the website for us. He's just really busy with his work and his family life and he's just not finding the time to fit in the major's mess, which is totally understandable. And he's given his blessing for somebody else to take it over. So we're just trying to find someone that's a little bit savvy. So if anyone out there is interested, just reach out to us. There's a message board on the website. Let us know. And if you know what you're doing and you can prove you know what you're doing, you can look after our website for us. Um, I've, I've actually asked a few people and there's a few people that have expressed some interest in it so hopefully we'll we'll get someone soon it really doesn't need that much it's just I would like a message board like uh, right now there's a, a bit where you can message us like and it will go through to our emails but I quite like just like a 
where you can just show up and write something and it stays on the website and then we just we could visit the website and see it. Maybe even a chat room would be fun. We could put a chat room on there. And then photo updates and as well. And a calendar. Yeah, and a calendar as well. Like photo updates because we're going to be doing another photo shoot soon, next month. And uh, we're going to be putting those photos on the website too. So it would be stuff like that. But it's really not very, it's not going to be that much of time consuming really. And, and since you brought it up, let's uh, give out that date, May 19th. Pub crawls in Halifax. So if you're in the area, come join us. Have fun. You don't have to drink to have fun. Eat the appetizers like I do and have a Caesar. And, and yeah, that's it. Exactly. And we haven't actually picked a, a spot where we're going to meet yet. But we will pick that very soon. And if you go to our Facebook page, there is a event uh, page that's been made specifically for the pub crawl. So if you go to Major's Mess Hall on Facebook, you'll see the page. It's attached to our Major's Mess Hall page. You can go on that and, and we'll update on there where we're going to be meeting and stuff. We'll also put it on Twitter as well. So you will be able to find out where we are. And we'll mention it on, on the next episode of the pod as well. Because we do need to come up with it, guys. We need to pick a place. Like We won't do it now. But we do need to think about where we're going to meet because that's going to be the place where people are going to get, you know, get to come and hang out and stuff. So, and Dick Johnson will be with us as well. So I know Dick Johnson has a lot of fans out there. So if there is any in the Halifax area that want to meet him, come on down. And uh, he's a fantastic guy, and he can tell you some of his little ghost stories. And maybe, just maybe, in the evening, if you wanna, maybe, if you have a sighting of a ghost and want Dick Johnson to investigate, let us know. We'll film it, see what's going on. Exactly. And we're going to be doing... There's a, we spoke about it on the last episode, but we've got a music video we're going to be filming for a song going to be recording, which is... I mean, this is... We need to get all that done ASAP. Craig, as soon as you land, mate, you're recording, and you as well, Scott. We've got to get that done. So we're going to do a music video, but on the same day we're doing the music video, we're going to film some content for Dick Johnson. He, what, he's invited the three of us on a ghost hunt with him, which I think will be amazing. We kind of went on briefly with him when we were in Chicago, but I mean, this one—he's—he's he's done a lot of studying on this this particular um, paranormal thing, and he wants us to go with him. So, but remember, he's scared <laughs> of the dark, so we won't be doing it in the dark. It will be a daytime hunt. <laughs> so, well, a lot of things, a lot of things go bump in the night. So, you know, I understand that exactly. And Craig, how do you feel? Because obviously, Dick Johnson and Scott are both staying in the basement with you, but you've got your own room. But that wonderful new bathroom is also going to be Scott's and Dick Johnson's bathroom. And if they need to pee in the night, they're going to have to come into your room to go in there. How do you feel about that? Oh, I'll probably get woken up for a start. Why is that? Because uh, I tend to wake up like quite a bit when I'm in yours because uh, you know, the, well, the pipes go off now and again. The boiler. And... Yeah, Sue makes a noise as well, which is like eating. Yeah, and that wakes you up. Then, why is that waking you up? Well, the boiler or your cat? Just anything. Like why? Why are you waking? No, up? Well, well, I get woken up pretty easy. So uh, why don't you wake yourself up then when you're snoring like a fucking tractor? Do sometimes when that loud it is. Really, you wake yourself up. Yeah. Fucking hell. I wonder if Dick Johnson snores, because between... <coughs> I feel sorry for Dick Johnson if he doesn't snore, because you two, like two fucking walruses banging. Yeah, but Todd's not going to hear me from the room, is he? He fucking will, mate. I can probably hear from upstairs. Doubt it. He'll hear you, mate. It's like a proper loud home. It's like a bulldozer knocking something down outside. 
Yeah, but out of me and Scott, he, well, he's well, gonna, he's normal. If I had to pick out of you two, who's the wor- who's the worst on that trip anyway? Because that's all I can go by. I'm gonna say, Craig, you're probably worse, mate. Not by much, because Scott was pretty loud as well. But you are fucking terrible at snoring. So loud. Oh well. See, look, bad attitude, isn't it? She's not asked. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, but you know what? To be honest, like when I'm sleep, when I'm sleeping, I I don't hear myself. I didn't hear Craig. So, uh, and and make sure the baby monitor is turned off this time because I know how you like to watch and see what Craig's doing in the bump in the night. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't set it up in his bedroom, but I had one of the baby monitors I had set up in the basement. So when I I had to go to bed before him because I was up working the next day. So he's sitting there watching TV, and I had the camera on. I'm like, and about an hour after I'd left him downstairs, I just pressed the intercom feature on it, and it's just like, "All right, Craig, how are you, mate?" And I just seen him smile, and he's just like, "Yeah, fine." <laughs> <laughs> Were you creeped out, Craig, when, no, when you knew I was watching? No, not really. <laughs> you know, Dan. And while Craig can't be bothered by anything. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even move but or try and turn did, it off. He... Anyway, listen, we've been rambling on for ages, guys. It's time to fucking call it a day on episode 68. We need to get going and just go. I don't know. Real fast, can I promote something? Yeah, go on. MHshows.com for Mad Hatter shows. You can check them out on their website. They, uh, Hopefully they got some guests up lined up for us, potential guests soon. Uh, so if you're in the area, check out the website, get tickets, and go see their show. Hundred percent, and the tickets are all very reasonably priced as well. Like you won't you won't be getting charged a fortune to go to one of these shows, and they always get fantastic acts on. See what I mean? Eight dollars. You can't argue with that. That's a giveaway, isn't it? I mean, it's just it's just fantastic, and they've been very accommodating to us as well. So I have to thank. Uh, both uh, John and Neil as well for their, their, um, their hospitality towards the podcast and uh, yeah check out uh, mhshows.com so that's episode 68 I've had enough here's a birthday from Craig in case you're wondering where that was coming in and uh, yeah we'll be back for episode 69 69 we need to do something like pervy on that one not pervy it's pervy enough having scott as a host but we need to do something that's a little bit kinky on that episode i think so maybe we can try and get ron jeremy on or something like that or some (laughs) just somebody who's had the clap you know some something that we can just get on and just go episode 69 let's let's get the fucking innuendos flowing okay perfect guess my roommate's an escort yeah okay well we'll try and get them on we'll see if we can work it out just to clarify, though, neither of those two lovely girls have had the clap, as far as I know. So that's all I'm going to say. But it's a very funny show, and it's a web series, and you need to check it out because it's hilarious. But yeah, as far as I know, they are STD free. So we will be back for episode 69. See ya, Craig. We say bye and stop breathing, mate. It's fucking. It's a joke. <laughs> fucking motley there. Yeah, yeah. Say bye, mate. Jesus, bye. fuck. Bye.